The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode of Dating Hip Hop is brought to you by Symbol. Symbol is the music social network for mobile devices you can get on iTunes or Google Play. We've actually partnered with Symbol to run a contest. So check this out. Dating Hip Hop has an account on Symbol. If you go follow Dead in Hip Hop and post a song using the Dead in Hip Hop hashtag, you will win some prizes. So for the good people, each one of y'all gets two records of your pick. And we're giving you six options. We're giving you one, Danny Brown, Atrocity Exhibition, Kendrick Lamar, Untitled, Unmastered, Atmospheres, Southsiders, Mick Jenkins, The Waters, Death Grips, Bottomless Pit, or you can get Run the Jewels 2. And again, each winner gets two records of their choosing out of that list. Lately, the music has been like crazy, manic almost. So I've personally felt like, okay, somebody needs to check up on this guy. Really? Um, that's how I felt, yeah, listening to this, because I never heard Kid Cudi go as, as off the deep end as I as, as that last album, Speedy Did you think something was wrong with Kanye when he did Yeezus? Yeah, really? I thought, it, no, okay, not Yeezus. I thought something was wrong with Kanye with the life of Pablo. For sure, well, either way, he knew something was wrong with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about that. it. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to the show. If you like the video, if you like what we're doing, head over to the Dead Hip Hop Patreon page. You can become a patron, a monthly patron, or you can do a one-time donation. Um, and that's pretty much it. So we appreciate you guys subscribing, sharing, and showing love however you do. Um, also head over to the deadandhiphop.com website. We have uh, writers writing dope articles over there you can check out. And uh, head over to the merch page uh, and, and get some merch. Today we're talking about um, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi was in the news recently about um, entering into rehab for depression and suicidal thoughts. Um, it's a subject that isn't talked about enough um, in the world and just in hip hop period. And we've had uh, artists take their lives uh, in hip hop recently um, dealing with uh, depression and just different type of mental illnesses. Um, I'll read to you what he said. I'm not going to read the whole thing if you guys want to go read the whole thing. So it was, he posted on his Facebook page, so I posted a link on there. But, um, but yeah, he said, it's, difficult, it's been difficult for me to find the words to what I'm about to share with you because I feel ashamed. Ashamed to be a leader, a hero, and a leader and hero to so many while admitting I've been living a lie. It took me a while to get to this place of commitment, but it is something I have to do for myself, my family, my best friend and daughter, and all of you, my fans. Yesterday I checked myself into rehab for depression and suicidal urges. I am not at peace. I haven't been since you've known me. And then, uh, so he goes on to write more and more. And then uh, later on he, he said that, you know, the album is coming and I really am sorry. I'll be back stronger, better reborn. I feel like shit. I feel so ashamed. I'm sorry. I think that last part is the part that kind of you know, kind of got me. Like, here you are dealing with with something that's extremely personal, something that's extremely serious, and you're apologizing for having to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. That's kind of, it's like, you know, you're, you have to get yourself well. We'll be here. 
And Kid Cudi has always been open about the issues that, you know, he, he's, he's been dealing with. I mean, he was on Man in the Moon, you know, in his album. And I think that it's extremely brave for him to, to do this and to put this out there like that. Um, because there are other people that could be dealing with this, fans of his that are dealing with this, and it's created a conversation that I feel like that we, we probably should have had a long time ago. Um, when you About got, Cuddy or just in, in general? Just in general, man. Okay. Just in general. Um, I mean, you guys know, man, black people, we don't talk about mental illness. We kind of look at it as, as being weak. Um, and it really isn't. I think it's right. strong to address issues that you're dealing with, you know, in, in your life. When you guys saw this or heard about this, what, what were some of the things that, that kind of went through your head? Me personally, I'm, I'm just glad that he decided to get some help. You know, you, you can hear in, in a lot of his music, honestly, that, you know, he's going through something, especially that last album. You could tell that something was going on. It's, it's so hard for artists, because I do agree, like, as black people, and we, a lot of us don't take care of ourselves when it comes to mental health. Um, but for an artist like Kid Cudi, even though he does talk about, you know, how he feels about his own feelings and stuff like that when it comes to his music, and then you'll get people come to him and be like, oh man, you saved me from killing myself, and you saved me from doing this and doing that, and you become like this, this hero. And like, it's almost like you have to put on a face mm -hmm. to just be cool and just act like you're okay even though you're not. And that kind of shit will mess with you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I saw Kid Cudi finally come out, like, cause in, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not gonna speak for him before now, but I could tell that like something was off, like something, something was wrong. I mean, Kid Cudi is a weird dude to begin with, but you know, lately the music has been like crazy, manic almost. So I personally felt like, okay, somebody needs to check up on this guy. Really? Um, that's how I felt, yeah, listening to this, because I never heard Kid Cudi go as, as off the deep end as I as, as that last album, Speedy Did you think heaven. something was wrong with Kanye when he did Yeezus? Yeah. Really? I thought, it, I, no, okay, not Yeezus. I thought something was wrong with Kanye with The Life of Pablo, for sure. Well, either way, he knew something was wrong with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about that. it. But Yeezus, I felt like, was a, it was almost like a rebellious type album. And then The Life of Pablo was just so scatterbrained. That, so you think something's wrong with him now? Yeah. People are saying that about yeah. Kanye. I think people kind of confuse being an artist with actually having <coughs> mental problems, and I think that's part of the issue. With Cuddy, I never really even thought about it, like something's wrong with this guy. I just took it as you're a pretentious artist that wants to make really pretentious arty music, and that you know that doesn't necessarily mean that something's wrong with you. Mm. And I think that is actually kind of what makes this whole thing kind of interesting, is because. You know, he is saying that something is wrong, but that that's no indication that that's why he was making music the way he was making music. Okay. So I think those things need to be completely separated. You can't really equate, you know, this guy is lashing out in his music because something's wrong with him. You can't really equate those two things because a lot of people, make, they might make happy music. Like, if I'm trying to think, like, would you think something's wrong with Danny Brown? Yeah. Or would you just think, or would you just think that he's on drugs? A little bit of both, like maybe. See, that's the problem. It's okay. like we, we equate certain things with mental illness. For all you know, he's not here, but BZ could have mental illness. And, but he's the happiest dude you ever met, right? Right. Th th it's like we need to stop like trying to, to force these parameters around mental illness and say, well, that person acts a certain way, so he must be mentally ill. That's not the way it works. You could, you could be making the happiest, the Beach Boys. Some of those dudes have mental illness. They made some of the happiest music you'll ever hear in your life. It's mm -hmm. terrible music, but happy. Charles Manson wrote. I like, think there are certain signs. Yeah, right. Just it, huh? I think there are certain signs though, and I, because like I actually took a 
I had to, I had to take a, I had to get a certification for it to deal with children and do videos and stuff like that. And I think that was one of the things that you you have to be able to notice like certain signs. Yeah, with children, but not with adults. Children will act out in a certain way when yeah. they are depressed. Adults don't do that. Adults, a lot of times, like mm -hmm. what's what's the um, Robin Williams? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He didn't seem depressed right. or sad. Yeah, and it's kind of dangerous if you start to kind of equate the two things because people start looking for signs. Right. You know, to identify mental illness. Is it dangerous though? Like if if it's like I mean, because all right, what else? What else would you do? Like, is, I mean, it, no, better, is it better this. to like at least kind of identify things and just just be dumbfounded to it all together? You can, but the thing is, I think I think what everybody is trying to say mm -hmm. is the fact that one doesn't equal the other. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there are signs in children or adults, mm -hmm. but sometimes that may not mean that they are necessarily going through something. So. Right. By, by what Mike's saying, at least the way I'm interpreting it, is just because his music may have sounded a type of way doesn't mean that that's directly correlated to the depression. Right. I get or that. Or it, it yeah. possibly could be. We don't know that because we, we, we have not had that interaction with him. But to your point as well, mm -hmm. sometimes it can be. Some, some right. people do act out and they don't, they're not even conscious of them right. acting out because of their illness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when I heard this thing from Cuddy, um, I was just like... I was happy for him because once you acknowledge that you have something, that's the biggest step. You know what I'm saying? And then to go get help. You know, and and and, and I can understand the burden that he feels because when 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 you are, you know, especially in hip hop, when you're in entertainment and people hold you, you know what I'm saying? And and at at a regard, you know, because Cuddy is up there. Cuddy has a big fan. Cuddy is not like some little time artist. Cuddy is big. So people look up to him. People look up because they know he has had those issues and those transgressions. So they look to him to kind of like you're our leader. So for him to go through this, that's the reason why I feel like he's saying I'm sorry because he he deep down probably feels like he's letting these people down that look up to me for me to be their strength, but I'm at my weakest right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. To me, it's like you have, take care of yourself. We'll be here. You know, don't feel like, don't feel a sense of obligation. But that's you like, though. Yeah, that's, that's you that's though, because you don't have any saying. issues. It, but now, but it's some other people that do have issues and now they like, damn, I was looking up to Cuddy and now I can't. You see what I'm saying? You feel right. that way because you feel that way because you you don't you don't deal with mental illness, illness right? Right. As far as we know, as far as yeah. we know, you don't deal with mental illness. But I there are people that do. <laughs> there are people that do. So yeah. he knows that. He's aware of that. He's like, I'm sorry because I feel like I'm letting you down. Not not the fans of the music, but just the yeah. fans of like. That look up to that, him. That, 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 oh, I didn't that read it that way. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't read it that way. He's their yeah. backbone. Right. Exactly. exactly. They, those, those kids look up to him yeah. and they say, well. It's deeper than the music. It's yeah, deeper, absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, because like when, when I was in high school and I was looking up to people like Robert Smith, if he came out and was just like, exactly. I'm going to kill myself. Like, mm -hmm. fuck. Right. I may as well do it too. If, if the guy that I was looking up to that was saying, mm -hmm. don't do these things because I'm, I'm there too. Mm -hmm. If he just gave up, then shit. It's, why shouldn't I just give up too? If right. my hero can't right. the problems he can't that I'm going him, through, right. then what can I do? You know, I've been looking up to this And guy. at that point, you apologize. Right. Okay. You can put mm -hmm. that scenario in just about anything. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. if you're trying to get rich and Jay-Z goes broke, it's like, damn, Jay-Z mm -hmm. can't even fucking stay. <laughs> 
on top. Why are you but pointing at me? I can't make it. Because, <laughs> because, because, you, because you always say how Jay-Z is a motivator nah, I got you, to get to a certain point. And if Jay-Z one yeah. day just wakes up and he's like, hey, man, I, I'm sorry, but I'm broke. <laughs> you like, well, fuck, if Jay-Z can't do it, I can't do it either. I think that's really what Cuddy mm -hmm. was explaining. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you got to stop treating artists like they're not people. You know, I'm sure that they, they want to be there for you. They want to be role models. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you gotta you got to not really put them on these undeserving pedestals. You know, Kid Cudi is a motivator, um, but at the same time, he's human, and humans slip. And right now, he's he's slipping. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like the fact that it seems like a large majority of his fan base is, like you said, they're just like, we're here, we mm -hmm. respect you. I haven't seen um, too many of his fans turning their back on him. I have seen people that are not his fans, that he's become a meme, and there's all kinds of cutty jokes, and yeah, it's, it's gross. It's gross because people think that just because he's a musician, that means he's open source. You know, we can we can clown, we can make fun of, but he, man, dude, this guy, we don't know what he's going through right now. Right. Again, it shows that people don't take this stuff serious. They don't. The way that it should be taken serious. So do you think, you know, kind of going back to actions and stuff like that and not trying to overreact, but do you think him going at Kanye and that whole outburst and spurt was a correlation to the emotions and stuff that I he was did going through. wonder that because it really came out of nowhere. And it did it though. To me, it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. That's that's what I'm saying though. Right, but again, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about his music though. Like when I initially saw it, I was like, oh, okay, it's just it's rap shit. It's Cuddy being pretentious, thinking that he's better than everybody else. And then this happened. And then I'm like. It caused, it, it caused me to kind of go back and, and reevaluate that situation that went down. That's what kind of sucks with being in the public eye and going through certain issues, is everybody wants to speculate and break down and dissect every single thing you do. And that, for Cuddy, if he is going through these, these issues, it's just gonna make it worse. So I, mean, I couldn't imagine being in the drastic public eye and going through mental health issues, especially as being a black man in hip hop. Yeah, that so I feel for Cuddy right now, man. That sucks. Like when, when you're in that type of limelight and you're dealing with issues like this, you're 100% right. I think that's only gonna add fuel to that fire mm -hmm. of, of his mental illness and him dealing with stuff because now, like you said, everything's gonna be dissected. Well, you did this, so does that mean this? And, and you know, and it's unfair, but it comes with that territory. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like that's never not gonna happen. Like, that's always gonna happen once you reach a certain level of success. A lot of people, a lot of publications picked up this story, CNN, uh, did something on it, so it's it's out there. So imagine when he comes back and he put out the album, and then he goes through something else, or something else happened, um, or the music is different again, and then now you're gonna have people like again critiquing like every move he makes, looking for something. But this could be the best business move that could have ever happened to him. I'm not saying that's why he did it. Yeah. I don't yeah, think that's course, why he did. It. This could be, as far as image goes, as far as anything. This it's like could a be the best thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because just like you were saying when you heard, I forget the name, the Bullet to Heaven, Speed whatever Bullet. album, you know, um, you were like, oh, something's wrong with this guy. But now what's gonna happen is people are gonna go back and they're gonna reevaluate that album. They're gonna start, oh, That's yeah, that, that, he's thing. talking about his mental illness. <laughs> oh, right now he's talking about suicide. So this could be the best thing that ever happened to him as far as the music industry goes. I think that when he comes back from rehab, he'll be fine. Because I think that he's, in, he's the type of artist that can 
survive through this uh, commercially. Like he, he, this isn't gonna hurt him yeah. as far as his music goes. As a person, it's a different story. But as a musician, this isn't gonna bother him. If this was future, this might be a different story because the majority of his music is very upbeat and it makes you want to dance and party, right? Mm -hmm. Cuddy's music isn't really like that. Mm -hmm. Cuddy's music has always been somber mm -hmm. and kind of, not in the dumps, but kind of day like heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, even in Day and Night, you he was kind of talking Whoa. about these types of things. I'm hearing more and more black people talk about like going to therapy, you know, growing up, that was like that's unheard of. That's white boy shit. Yeah, you don't you don't oh, go to fucking therapy for any yeah. fucking thing. Mm -hmm. You know, even now, if, if you know, my wife was like, yeah, you probably need to talk to somebody. I'm like, nothing wrong with me. You know, I just yeah, just miss it. Brush it off. Yeah. You know, but we and and it's like you said, there's a certain type of acceptance that has to take place before, you know, you actually take them seriously. You know, like you tell me that quite often actually, and I I just miss it all the time. You know, like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. But who knows? You know, it's not like this is something new. This is something that, you know, I've been told throughout my life. Dealing with this. Black in America. But yeah, <laughs> but, but think about that. That there are studies that are actually saying that they're they're trying to they're saying that there's PTSD from slavery. There are mm. studies that are doing that now. Post Nevertheless, disorder from yeah, slavery. Yeah, this cute got no rings off, but let's not even do that. Let I want to at least acknowledge that it is out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't saying it. Just, I ain't saying out there. Let's go there a little bit. Why couldn't? It, why can't it be? You know what I mean? Like no, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that it is I warning, think there's no, something no, no, to growing up black no. in America to what Mike was saying. Yeah. Go check out Dr. Joy Angela DeGruy Leary. She she has a study and she's been working on this for the last 10 years. It's called post traumatic slave disorder. What we've been dealing with in this country for so long, we're dealing with it still now and has never been truly dealt with. When we have laws that have been passed you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To kind of keep us behind that eight ball like that, man. Like, it, it, just, just go watch it, man. Just go watch it. I will watch it, people. You know I'm going to watch it. Mm -hmm. You know I'm going to watch it. I've heard about this for a while. I just haven't studied up on it. Um, and I don't necessarily dismiss it as not being factual or not, that there's not something there. We do have to be open to the conversation and not so close-minded that there might be something, you know, wrong. And, and that's where, it's a, it's, a, it's a mentality, man. I'm glad we're having the conversation because it's something that's often been avoided uh, for years, and even now. Maybe seeing an artist as high profile as Kid Cudi will maybe encourage artists to talk more about the stuff outside of their music in the future. I would hope so, at least. It depends on how Kid Cudi decides how to, how to play this. Like, if he, if he wants to be that spokesperson for mm -hmm. mental illness, True. and he continues True. to keep that uh, conversation alive through him, yeah. You know, if he decides to do that, then it's not going to go away. You're right. Because right. he's still here. You know, but I, I don't know if he wants that burden. I wouldn't. He know. already had a burden before this. You exactly. And, and, and it goes back to the letter that he wrote on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So so if, if you feel sorry now, like while you're dealing with all of this, once you start to get yourself straight, are, are you going to feel like I'm going to put everybody else's burden on me and I'm going to be that spokesperson? You're right. Well, and I think uh, I would just challenge all of us to keep that conversation going, you know, for people that, you know, the media that's talking about it, you know, at least help, yeah. 
you know, don't just remain silent. Or if you are talking to somebody or you think something. Like, we have to change the way we approach this and think about this. And that's why, you know, it's it's a dark time for Cuddy, but it also it's also good because it's allowing the conversation in the black community to take place. Right. One thing the black community we have to stop doing, we have to stop accepting that our only emotion is anger. You know what I mean? So like every time something happens, uh, an innocent man is killed or whatever, the only emotion that we're shown like giving is mm -hmm. anger. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's never anybody's right to tell somebody how to process grief. You know, and I, I think a lot of people outside of certain circles will understand that when an innocent black man is killed, we do grieve because we don't know that person, but at the same time, it's like we still feel that person because we know that person could be you, could be you, whatever. But sometimes maybe we, sh we just need to start showing each other that we don't have to just be angry. We can be sad. We can cry every once in a while, you yeah. know? They over-sensationalize the, the anger and Absolutely. all of that because it, it goes to the narrative of us Angry being- <clears throat> Exactly. Yep. And the whole criminality of mm -hmm. our race and all of that type of stuff. That That's yeah. all That's all that that's all that they're doing, man. They're doing it for ratings. They're doing it to show us in a particular light. Mm -hmm. That's all they do. They, they want to paint us a certain way so that way we could deem him a criminal for wearing a hoodie. But we need to show each other is the yeah. Point. Like, like for real, like straight up, if I came in the door, and I'm not even like, if I came in the door today, and I was just over in the corner while y'all were shooting that review, see, you're already laughing, and I was crying, see, that's what I'm talking you asshole. What was she? He's trying to fix his face. I'm laughing. He's trying to fix his face. You know what I mean? Like, what would y'all do? <clears throat> I'm like, yo, what's wrong? I mean, y'all think I'm weird anyway, but I'm saying. We don't think you weird. Anyway, I'm, weird. I'm saying. We don't think you weird. We really thought you was weird when we didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, what would you, for real, be straight up. Look, for real, look, man, you're somebody that. I care about, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want no fucked up shit to happen to you. So right. if you're over here dealing with something, hey bro, like, like you are. Right. But you, but you say that shit from a distance. Would you come over and give me a hug? This, this will not initially. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'd be like, yo, hey, hey, like Mike, man, you good? Hey, man, you like, I need to go get you something. That's this reaction. You know what I'm saying? You good? You need to. You know what? What can I do for you, Mike? Now, this is how white folks do. If I'm not trying to make this a race thing, but this is how white folks do. If 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 one of their homies comes in and they're over in the corner, and there's like. First thing they do, man. Hey, man. You all right, bro? Like, you good? We don't do that. Because uh, I would be like. But, but, but that. <laughs> that is fun. What's he doing? 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 But, Mike, just because somebody comes up and hugs you doesn't mean that they love or care for you or. It's. Have but, more. but we wouldn't be as quick as doing it. Physical yeah. expression of that exactly. that could help remove or, you know, whatever they're going through. Like, like think about what happened with Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. And they were talking about how he was crying on the sideline. Look at everything that was said about him. You playing football and you crying. See? Like that whole type of mentality. Like this dude, so I, I agree. Like, and I've been conscious about some of the things that I'm saying or some of the ways that I'm reacting to stuff. You know, on, on Twitter and just publicly, you know, there's a bit of anger that's mixed in because, but also I have to be aware of 
what what is being seen and what is being portrayed. Right. And Q, even talking to Q, Q has always been open. Like Q, not, not to put him out there, but no, it's actually on video. It's public. He'll be like, yeah, man, I kind of, you know, teared up. Like he even says it on Twitter. And it's, you know, for me to hear, I and mean, he's like 19, so I'm seeing him say that. I'm like, damn, man, like you're really open about that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I grew up like you we don't in. cry. You cry, you're a punk. Yeah, you, you cry, you're a punk. Anyway, but yeah, man, just just to wrap up though, I I, I think it's good for Cuddy. I'm glad that it opened up this conversation and that we had a chance to talk about it because I think it's something that we haven't talked about. I think on this show, I think we may have briefly touched on it with Capital Steve. I can't remember. Yeah. Get well, Cuddy. Um, glad you're doing this to get better, man. We'll we'll always we're here. We'll be here. Um, just take care of yourself. And, um, And that's it. Everybody else out there watching, take care of yourself too. Um, it's important. So.